What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is Adam Carricker on the ticket. Position right of the quarterback out of the shotgun. First and 20, jailbreak screen in the air. It is tipped. It is intercepted by Carricker at the Missouri 21-yard line. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, eight-year NFL vet and All-American defensive lineman Adam Carricker. Shotgun snap to Everett. He's got the left arm going, and now he's got a whole lot of Adam Carricker. He ripped him down inside the 25-yard line. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com, here's your host, Adam Carricker. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Adam Carricker on The Ticket. Hope everyone had a splendid, phenomenally phenomenal weekend. Hopefully there's not too many case of the Mondays. And if it is a case of the Mondays, I hope that means it's a great Monday. As always, lots to talk about here on Adam Carricker on The Ticket. Live each and every Monday from noon to 1 p.m. Central Time. Grab some lunch. Join yours truly. All right. Tuesday, Thursday, check out the Carricker Chronicles, the Big Ten Show. And on Wednesday, former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor drops that knowledge from noon to 1 don't ever miss that because he does a phenomenal job. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of NFL playoffs to talk about, a lot of games to look forward to. A little bit of fun, if you want to call it that, in women's basketball. All right, Caitlin Clark does the LeBron James. All right, so at 1230, Rico's going to join me, and we're going to debate that. I have no idea which side he's on here or what his thoughts are. If you follow me on social media, you probably have an idea of where I'm at. And you know what? I forget which late night host it is. Fallon, Kimmel, no, don't remember. They do the mean tweets thing. Well, let's just say Iowa fans saw my tweet and they wrote some mean tweets to me and I couldn't care less. But we're going to have fun reading them uh, at 12.30 as well while Rico and I are discussing the whole Caitlin Clark thing. And it's funny because my wife, when I first joined social media, okay, I'm teen years ago. I was a shy kid, never spoke, scared to order pizza, okay, all that good stuff because I, I did not like have any confidence with, confidence with speaking or anything like that. So I was so sensitive to social media and things that were said to me on social media. Like one tweet would ruin like my week. Okay. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. She used to make fun of me. Okay. Now, I mean, I'm a human. I'm not indestructible, but it's, it's hard to get to me on social media. Now my wife was like, did you see this? Did you see that? I'm like, it's a Hawkeye fan. Like they're busy eating their bad corn. Who cares? Okay, so we're going to have some fun with that. But first, ladies and gentlemen, GE Landscape supplies pavers and boulders, great accents for any backyard landscaping project. They sell to homeowners and contractors, and they deliver anywhere, near or far. Stop by at 6701 Corner Square Highway. Check out GELandscapesupply.com or call 402-4671627. I'm sorry, 402 All right, as always, the last 10 minutes of this show, the people's segment. If you ever wanted to ask or interact with somebody directly live while they're doing the show, here's your opportunity. All right. Call or text 402-464-5685. Call or text 402-464-5685. All your questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, and or otherwise. All right. Let's start out with a little bit of recap of the NFL playoffs. And I got a couple of stories to share. Okay. John Harbaugh, Andy Reid, 
They're going to be facing each other in the AFC Championship. You know, these two guys have been coaching where they're at for a long time. And Andy Reid's had long tenures at two different NFL teams, the Eagles and the Chiefs now, as most of you know. So I did a little bit of recon on them, but I have a story about each one of them during my time, whether it's getting ready for the draft when it comes to Andy Reid, and I took my visit out to Philadelphia, all right, or whether it's John Harbaugh when I was trying to get back in the league after I had had 11 surgeries and six on my knee, still trying to get back in the league. And he was one of the guys who was actually willing to give me an opportunity. So I'll dive into that, okay? And then we'll preview just a little bit Detroit, San Fran, NFC title game also, Chiefs-Ravens. And, and whether you think the NFL is rigged for Mahomes to win or whether it's rigged in any way, shape, or form, I've always, I've always found that laughable. Like there's a script or something. Like I went through two-a-days – like in St. Louis, my rookie year, back when you could do two-a-days, they came on the radio. It was so hot and so humid. They said, don't let your dogs outside. It's not safe. Yet we're out there in full pads, and we had a scrimmage on that particular day, and we were out there in full pads having a scrimmage as, as was uh, planned. Nothing changed. So to me, when people say the NFL is scripted or rigged, I'm like, why did I go through all that? Because I'm pretty sure it's not. Okay. Now, maybe the NFL would like certain quarterbacks or certain names to advance for TV ratings. I will give you that. I will not argue with that. But the whole scripted, rigged, whatever type thing. Uh, I don't, no, no thanks. I don't think so. All right. The Chiefs, the Ravens, regardless of if you're happy that the Chiefs are in there, whether you think the Bills should have been in there, the Chiefs got calls that went their way this year. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. That's a premier AFC title game matchup. That is Manning-Brady-esque, especially early on in their careers. Okay. Reed, okay, Andy Reed, John Harbaugh, great coaching matchup. You look at the NFC title game. You got the 49ers, who are in their fifth, uh, fourth NFC title game in the last five years. You got Kyle Shanahan, who was, uh, you, you probably all know, Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay, uh, McDaniel, who was the Dolphins head coach, Kyle Shanahan, all these guys were in D.C. when I was there. I think Neve was the tight ends coach. I think McDaniel was the water boy. I'm, I apologize. I don't remember what his specific position was. Okay. Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. And the last year he was there, well, last year I was there. I think it was Kyle's last year, too. Maybe he was one more year after me. Him and his dad were not agreeing on a lot, I might add. He basically runs his dad's system with his twist on it, as you would expect. But they were not agreeing on a lot of things. It actually surrounded a guy named RG3, who has had a Twitter, or X, still getting used to calling it X, X tip for tat with his former coach, Jay Gruden. I thought about quote tweeting one of Robert's tweets after he went after Jay, and, and quote tweeting and saying, now do Mike Shanahan. I didn't, though. I had a busy day, and I knew what that would in entail, and, you know... Sometimes it's worth it, like poking the bear with Iowa fans, and sometimes it's not, because that really wasn't my battle to have with Jay and Robert. That was them, and I sat back and watched it. was quite entertained. Will Compton made a video about it. I thought it was an entertaining video, but if I'm being honest, it didn't really it didn't provide much. It basically just said, I'm enjoying this and being entertained. So 
if, if you want to check out World's Video, you can check it out on Twitter, on X. God, I'm still getting used to that. X, XYZ, X. All right, ladies and gentlemen, quick recap. Ravens crushed the Texans. It was 10 to 10 at halftime. I was like, and, and the Texans, I mean, they're going to be a contender for the next 10 to 15 years with C.J. Stroud as their quarterback and Will Anderson coming off the edge and a lot of the things that they've done. Okay, D'Amico Ryans was a great player, great, d- doing great as a coach now. Okay, the Texans have, an inc- they have a young coach, young quarterback, young edge rusher. They have a bright future. But I was like, I, I did not see them playing the Ravens this close. 10 to 10 at halftime. And then uh, the final score, okay, it was 34 to 10. Ravens outscoring 24 to 0 in the second half, pull away. And so this brings up something that I've actually always found intriguing. Okay. The bye week. Does it actually help teams? Now, during the season, I always advocate that it helps teams because you get fresh, you get healthy, you get all those things. You come back, you have the advantage if your opponent did not have a bye week. Going into the playoffs, it's, I, I would imagine that most people would want the bye week for everything I just said. But the one drawback is, okay, there, there's a certain tempo in the preseason. Then, when you go to the regular season in the NFL, it gets amped up. Then when you go to the playoffs, it gets amped up again. Now, the tempo from the playoffs to the Super Bowl, I did not play in a Super Bowl, so I cannot speak to this, but I can speak to what numerous people have told me from Torrey Holt to Isaac Bruce, Orlando, or Orlando Pace, etc., London Fletcher, all these guys that it is another level. So my point is, when you go from the regular season tempo to the playoff tempo, and you had a bye week in there, so you're kind of in chill mode while other teams are not just maintaining like the regular season, they are ramping it up. I would still advocate that the bye week is an advantage because you can get healthy, you're rested, you're all that stuff as long as you handle it properly. Every once in a while we see top seeds. And back when it used to be six teams in the AFC, six teams NFC get in, a lot of times we'd see like a a one or two seed get upset back then. Okay, I think teams have learned how to handle it better. But both the Niners and the Ravens rested their starters week 18. Both of them. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And neither team looked great against teams they were clearly significantly better than. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the Packers won. They destroyed Dallas. So, obviously, the Packers were on a roll. Love the quarterback is doing some good things. But they're still the number seven seed. And you're the number one seed at home, off a bye. It should not come down to a field goal, basically the way that it did. Okay? You should kind of – there should be some separation there. Okay? Okay? 
and there really wasn't. And I just felt like the Ravens in the first half versus the Texans, they were rusty. They'd essentially had two weeks off versus a team that was fighting for their lives every week. Same thing with the Niners and the Packers, fighting for their lives every week. So I like the bye week for obvious reasons, but if I was a head coach, and I remember 09, Patriots undefeated, the last week of the season, they actually went to New York and played the Giants. Ironically, the team they played in the Super Bowl and lost. And I'll never forget, because they had the bye, obviously, in the first round. And Belichick's like, no, we're playing our starters and we're playing to win. And it came down to the very end of the game. Nobody got hurt. But it's interesting how different coaches approach this differently. Okay, Some coaches essentially treat it like a bye week, week 18, then you go into a bye week, then you go into the playoffs while other teams are ramped up. And other coaches like Belichick are like, no, we're playing this like a real game. Then we'll take our bye week and then we'll get ready for the playoffs. Okay, So it's just interesting because I, I would have always thought that having that much time off and then trying to ramp it up for the playoffs, even if you're a heavy favorite versus a lower seed and you're at home, I would at least play my starters the first half of that Week 18 game. Okay, If I'm still fighting for seeding, obviously they're playing the whole game, but I would at least play them that first half of the Week 18 game. Anyways, I just kind of felt like the Niners-Packers game, kudos to the Packers for playing as well as they did. All right, The Packers, again, had a missed field goal, rookie kicker. Okay, 24-21 to 21 was the final score. They, number seven seed, they're the first number seven seed since the NFL went from six teams in the AFC and six teams in the NFC moving on to the playoffs to seven and seven. They're the first number seven team to ever win. Number seven seed to beat a number two seed and actually win. Okay, I believe number seven seeds were 0 and 5. Okay, prior to, or 0 and 7. It's either three or four years, either 0 and 5 or 0 and 7. Okay, then now either 1 and 5 or 1 and 7, depending on if it's three or four years. So kudos to them on that. I just, I kind of like, if we got the bye week, going into a playoff game. Maybe we should treat that last weekend more like a regular game. Just a smidge. But both teams won, so what do I know? I will say this. Okay, of the 10 playoff games up to this point, I'm pretty proud. I've got nine of my picks right. The only one I got wrong was the Eagles versus Bucks. And I even said, I don't know what to make of the Eagles right now. I never would have predicted they'd lose 32 to 9 like they did to the Bucks. But I've actually been pretty... A little bit lucky, I guess, because I'm also 9 for 10 against the spread. So luckily, I've done good when it comes to picking the games and when it comes to picking four against the spread. So that's gone pretty well so far. That being said, the two AFC and the NFC title games, they're, they're, I know who I'm going to pick, but as far as what the spread's going to be, in my mind, that's a little bit more challenging. All right, now, let's see. I cover all the games real quick. All right, Chiefs and Bills. I'd not cover them. Bucks and Lions. I'm going to go to Bucks and Lions next. What an atmosphere. What an atmosphere in Detroit. As I'm sure you all know by now, their first playoff win in three-plus decades, their first NFC title game in three-plus def- decades. If they win, they're going to their first-ever Super Bowl. What a story. What a story Dan Campbell is. What a story Jared Goff is, the number one overall pick. Then he's basically traded away for a donut and a half a cup of coffee, and now he's he's got the Detroit Lions and everything that I just mentioned. Okay, what a story they are. Not a team riddled with superstars, okay? A team that is boughten in to a unique head coach who loves his players, understands how to relate to them, understands the NFL game, and they've boughten in. And they are as fun a team to watch as there is. 
And Detroit, the past couple of playoff games versus the Rams versus the Bucks, it has been electrifying. And then during the game, if you watch the Bucks game, it was like dead silent when the Lions were on offense. Like it's normally quiet when the home team's on offense. It was like dead silent. And then it was like Stone Cold making his entrance, except it wasn't just an initial pop. It was sustained the entire time the Bucks were on offense. It was, it was pretty awesome to watch. Okay. Final score there. Lions get the victory, 31-23. Okay, quick note, not going to spend a lot of time on this. Why in the blue hell do you go for two when it's 31-23? to I don't care what the sheet says or what the analytics says, say. Common sense says kick the extra point and get within seven if you're the Bucks. It was 31-23. They went for two, did not get it. Then all of a sudden, they're down by eight. It ended up not mattering, but what are you doing? All right. Now, you got the Chiefs. You got the Bills. One of the best rivalries in, college, in, uh, in the NFL, okay, they have played eight times, okay, in the past young decade that we're already in, okay, Chiefs pull out the win 27-24, I'm going to be honest with you, early on, the Chiefs looked, or the Bills looked like the better team, they were pushing the Chiefs around, they were the more physical team, as the game wore on, and I picked the Chiefs to win with not a lot of confidence, this was by far my least confident pick the entire playoffs so far. I picked them to win because this is the best defense I think they've ever had under Andy Reid. I think they've got some holes on offense, but they still got Patrick Mahomes, and there is no better playoff quarterback in the NFL today than Patrick Mahomes. And that was why I went with them. I honestly was like, wow, the Bills are better. They're going to win today. While I was watching the game, the Chiefs end up pulling it out. Okay, There was a couple of passes that Josh Allen did not make. There was a couple of passes that he threw that were dimes that his teammates did not help him on. Okay, basically, you could argue that this was an evenly a played a game as there's been the entire playoffs. At one point, it was 353 total yards for the Bills, 353 for the Chiefs, like as even as it can get. I don't know what the final total yardage is. I can actually look it up real quick. All right, 368 for the Bills, 361 for the Chiefs. So it ended up almost dead even. It came down to Mahomes. And his team made more plays in the clutch and the big-time scenario, which is the reason I gave them the slight edge before the game, than the Bills did. All right. So the Chiefs have the advantage in this series, in this rivalry so far, especially in playoff games, and they're going to the AFC title game. All right. They edge out the Bills 27-24, wide right. And, of course, poor Scott Norwood, if you don't remember, all right, I think it was a 90 Super Bowl Okay, 1990 Super Bowl would have been January 1991, if I'm correct on that. 2019, he comes up, misses the field goal wide right for the Bills. Giants are Super Bowl champs. The Bills lose their first of four consecutive Super Bowls. So, of course, that gets brought up. There's a wide right in this game, and the Bills end up losing by three because of it. Honestly, when I hear wide right, I think of Miami, Florida State. Wide right, wide right two, then wide left at some point, then wide right again in the early 2000s, if I remember correctly. So that's actually what I kind of think of. Okay. I will say this. My wife cannot stand Baker Mayfield. She can't. I respect the heck out of him. I know he rubs people the wrong way. But when you think about it, this is the only walk-on to ever win the Heisman Trophy in college football. You think he marched, he's, he's going to operate a little bit differently. You don't accomplish what he's accomplished, number one overall pick, too, without operating a little bit differently. Okay. This is a guy who was actually walked on to two different schools, Texas Tech and Oklahoma. All right. 
and he's the only number one pick in NFL history to be on four different teams in six years. And a year ago, I mentioned this Friday, he was on the scout team D-line okay, at Carolina a year ago. Came to um, the Bucks. Sorry, I was getting a text and I was reading it. <laughs> Trying to read and talk at the same time is hard for me, I guess. Can't chew gum and walk either, I guess. He, he comes to, to the Bucks and he's not guaranteed the starting spot, but he earns it. So this is a guy... I know some people love him, some people don't. I love him because uh, of what he's overcome and what he's been able to do throughout that process. Okay, so I, I respect the heck out of that. All right, looking ahead to these early AFC-NFC spreads and point totals. All right, the 49ers are a seven-point favorite versus the Lions. Okay, and the Ravens are a three-point favorite versus the Chiefs. Now, I will say this, and I'll give my picks Friday and break down on Friday. The individual, I just quickly said prediction, typed into prediction into Google, right? And the individual that I read just quickly said he's got the Chiefs winning outright, 30 to 27. So that could be interesting, all right? But I'll give my breakdown and my prediction, predictions on Friday. So I do have a little bit more I want to talk about here when it comes to John Harbaugh and Andy Reid. And I want to share a story about each one of them, all right? But I know I'm up against it. Got to pay some bills. Rico's going to start playing the music soon. We're going to chat Caitlin Clark after the break when we come back. So I will save my comparison of John Harbaugh, Andy Reid, two of the best coaches in the NFL right now, bar none, and share a story about each one of them at the end of the show while I get to the people's questions as well. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.